Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture Roundup, a podcast where we round up the latest news and talk about all things pop culture. I'm your host, Andrew, joined today by my other host, Casey. What's going on? And my other other host, Anthony. What up? Uh, Brandon uh, will not be joining us tonight, or at least he will not be joining us at the start. He may be joining us later, but for now, let's move on. we got a lot of talk about this week, particularly... Be sure to stick around for our full review of Black Widow, including spoilers and non-spoilers. But before we get into that, let's get into some trailers. So we're a little late on this. We missed about a month worth of news. We did a recap of some stuff we missed last week. Um, But we're going to uh, continue this a little bit. So we got a new Suicide Squad trailer. Um... And this uh, this heavily features uh, Idris Elba's character, uh, Bloodsport, Bloodspot. I still don't know. I think it's Bloodsport. What is it? Bloodspot. It's Bloodspot. Okay. Uh, So it heavily features him. Um, It kind of looks like they're doing the uh, Deadshot character again. That's kind of like. Amanda Waller is using his daughter as leverage. I guess that's kind of what's happening. That's the same thing that happened to Deadshot in the first one. Um, but other than that, it was a pretty good trailer. Right? Wouldn't you guys agree? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. I don't think I watched um, it. You didn't watch it. Okay. Uh, Well, we didn't really learn anything new that we didn't already know. Um, The Suicide Squad is back. They're they're doing their Suicide Squad stuff. Um, That's about it. We know that Starro is going to be the villain. And... Really, that that's kind of it. We didn't learn a whole lot new from this trailer. It was mostly just a reminder that this movie is coming out. Uh, but speaking of the movie coming out, uh, it got pushed up one day. So uh, the Suicide Squad will now be coming out one day early. So that's nice. It's always nice. Uh, we've seen a lot of... Uh, well, I mean, not recently, but, you know, last year it was always, oh, such and such movie is getting delayed and pushed back. So it's nice to see that a movie is, you know, being pushed up, even if it is just by one day. Uh, overall, uh, what, are you guys, what are you guys thinking of the movie? You guys think it's going to be good? Yeah. I feel like it'll be better than the original Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. I don't know about good yeah. though. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm I'm really excited for this. I want to say it's gonna be good because I'm really liking the trailer. Well, I'm hoping the sequel will be better but, than the first one. Yeah, but like I really like the trailers for the original one, and and the original one really wasn't good, so. This could go either way, um, but I think if there was any director 
to do a ensemble comedy focused movie about terrible people trying to do something good it, James Gunn is the person to do it he did it with <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy I think he can do it again uh, but moving on we also got a second Shang-Chi trailer now we got a lot of talk about here wait second um, yeah it's a second Shang-Chi trailer Uh, anyway, we got a lot of talk about here because, um, well, we didn't necessarily get a lot of new information there, there is some new stuff did happen. Um, I think we kind of got a, a little bit of a better idea of how the story will unfold and like what the like relationships are between some of the characters, um, what are you guys thinking of the Mandarin? We got a little bit more of an explanation as to, you know, what he's about, I guess. Uh, I feel like he's done right this time. That's all I gotta say. I feel like I wouldn't say he was done wrong the first time. I mean, like, if you're like, okay, yeah, I guess he was done wrong, but like, I, 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 I don't know. Um, I, personally, I thought the um, I thought the way he was done in Iron Man three was funny. I, I like that. Um, no, uh, the trevor version not uh the um oh i'm forgetting the character's name guy pierce who's he playing that um aldrich killian there we go uh i i don't i thought it was kind of weird that at the end he's like i am the mandarin and you know whatnot but um yeah but other than that um i like that movie but i think is the right way to go with the Mandarin, you know, and I think we're gonna get a pretty good, uh, pretty good villain out of this one. Um, so yeah, uh, I, uh, do you guys want to talk about the uh, cameo at the end of the trailer? Yeah, you mean the best part of the trailer? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, for whatever reason, go watch it now, because we're, we're about to, uh, uh, or, or if you, or are you talking about the guy in the cage? The trailer. Yes. Oh, that was in the first trailer. The, 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 it was not in the first trailer. Okay, then I guess I did see the second one. Okay. Okay, so you didn't see the first trailer. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw both. Most recently, the second one. Well, you just... Anyway, <clears> as <throat> I was saying, if you haven't watched the second trailer, or if you're avoiding the trailers altogether, either go watch the trailers or skip ahead because we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh some some stuff that was 
in the trailer. Uh, so spoiler, I guess. Um, so at the very end, um, we see Abomination from, you know, everyone's favorite Marvel movie, The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. You guys remember The Incredible Hulk? Of course. Right? You, you remember he, uh, he did that one thing in that movie, right? Yep. Yes, that one thing. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We all remember it. Uh, But uh, most importantly, he's back in his comic form. He looks like uh, how he should instead of... uh, I don't even know what they were trying to go for in The Incredible Hulk. He just... He's like... Brown. Gray? Brown? It... I don't know, but he's green now. He's got some fins on the side of his head. And uh, he looks like how he should have from the very start. I don't know, I kind of liked it in The Incredible Hulk, but I guess it'll grow on me. He had Uh, kind of like a gray tone, like Hulk head when he originally... Yeah. Yeah. Like Um, in the early comic days. mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but also importantly, uh, we see, not only do we see Abomination, we see Abomination fighting someone and I don't know, I don't remember if this has been confirmed or not, but based off the characters, like build, you know, what they look like and whatnot, their hairstyle and what they were using to defend themselves, um, there is a very, very high chance that abomination was fighting wong <laughs> in the trailer from dr yep, strange kevin feige did confirm that it is wong oh it is wong okay you yep. dope um kind of knew that already yeah well i mean we you know we didn't have confirmation at the start but now we do it is wong so we got abomination and wong showing up in this movie um it kind of makes you wonder i don't I don't think like anyone else is going to show up, but it kind of makes you wonder, you know, who could show up. I know like in our, you know, group of friends, we've been, you know, Iron Fist has been kind of floating around, you know. I would like to see Iron Fist, but I don't know. See, I, if we do like get anything Iron Fist related, possibly be an end credit. It would be, yeah, it like it could be in this movie. But I also don't think they would do like, oh, hey, look, here's Danny Rand. No, it, it I, I feel like it'd more so be like, um, like they would just say, oh, yeah, some dude's got the Iron Fist or whatever. And that'll probably be it just to establish the character in universe. Instead of like actually showing Danny Rand. Maybe like a mention of Rand Enterprises or something. I could see that. I could see that. Um, but Cervantes, you mentioned an end credit scene, and I, I kind of, you know, thought of of this not like yesterday or whatever, but like, what if in the end credit scene we see um, Trevor from Iron Man three, the the fake Mandarin. Well, or like, what if we see him at all in this movie? I mean, if if we do, we do. I don't. 
really see him being a part. Like, I don't know. Well, I, mean, I don't see him holding any weight would... in the movie. Well, I I yeah. kind of feel like we might get at least a mention of him because, you know, just judging by the characters, the real Mandarin seems like the kind of dude who's like, hey, maybe don't pretend you're me and do terrorist acts. I'm, I got these ten rings. I'm kind of above that or something. Hmm. Yeah, they might mention the events of Iron Man 3, but I don't think we'll see the actor. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen anything. Do we have a confirmation when this takes place in the timeline? I assume... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't know that. I assume post-Endgame. Yeah, I think. I just... Yeah, until... I'm just, like, still confused on the, like, why did it take him this long and for this particular movie to introduce Abomination? It just seems so random. I mean, Where yeah... Where else would they have put him? Like... I mean, I get what he, I get what he's saying. Like, there isn't exactly a reason for Abomination to be in this movie, but additionally, there, there aren't, there isn't really like anywhere else for him to slot in to any of the movies. Like, maybe if we had actually gotten some Incredible Hulk sequels, you know, maybe they could do it. But like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I we get we get mentions of him in Agents of Shield, like in season one or something. They're like, yeah, um, Blonsky is up in the ice box or whatever. Um, so like they didn't forget about the character. They just there just wasn't a way to introduce him. Um, but I'm guessing they're introducing him here. Because they have a way to logically reintroduce the character. And the fact that I'm pretty sure I read that he's supposed to show up in She-Hulk. So there's that. Um, uh, yeah, so that that's probably... That's... You know... Well, we might get an explanation in the movie, or maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just be, yeah, here's here's Abomination. Anyway, moving on, you know, it's you know, it's something like that. But um, you guys have anything else to add about the trailer? No. Nope. Hmm. Okay. Uh, moving on, uh, we have the second wave of the Star Wars The High Republic uh, series. This is a uh, kind of a, for those of you unaware, this is a multimedia project. You know, it, well, it, it mostly just spans books and comic books right now, but soon we're going to be getting a TV show set in the era called The Acolyte, so... That'll be interesting, but anyway, we got the second wave recently, and that includes um, 
The Rising Storm, uh, Out of the Shadows, and I believe one or two other books, along with some more comic book series that I uh, haven't really kept up on. Um, Casey, have you started reading The Rising Storm? Uh, no, I haven't gotten around to it yet. Okay, neither have I. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, that, that happened. I own the book. I, I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to read it eventually. Um, moving on. Uh, Cervantes, you want to talk to us about some upcoming director's cuts for, uh, uh, Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't really know a whole, a whole lot, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, so basically, actually, I don't, I don't know the release date for the director's cut for Death Stranding. I only know it for Ghost of uh, Tsushima. But anyways, uh, basically we're getting, uh, I believe it's either an extended story or just um, a DLC. Um, but I'm leaning more of it being uh, a new DLC. Uh, they they had like a little bit of a, a snippet of the DLC that they showed, and it looks it looks pretty nice. Um, they've also introduced uh, racing and um, a shooting range. So basically, you get to like compete and like train and this you know shooting range with all your um, uh, firearms. And then I think there are also uh, new a couple new enemies as well. That's all I got for for Death Stranding. Ghost of Tsushima. Um, uh, let's see. They had they added a new DLC, Ika Islands, I believe. And then of course they also have Legends. Um, I've played it. Uh, it's, it's all right. It gets old, um, but that's also included. It's basically, you know, Legends has its own storyline. It's, you know, it's basically you, you play like three different, uh, no, four different characters. And it's basically like an ancient story. Uh, it's pretty cool. And then you have your, like your own uh, uh, multiplayer part. Uh, what else? You get a couple... Um, Um, what is it? Oh, you get included, um, like, um, uh, like for decoration purposes, uh, like a suit, like a suit of armor and a horse. I believe that that's it. That comes out August 20th, uh, $69, uh, for the PS5 and, uh, $59.99 for the, um, PS4. Nice. And I, I just looked it up for those interested. The Death Stranding Director's Cut comes out September 24th of this year. So Nice. 
be on the lookout for that if you want to play it. I haven't played Ghost, but I've played part of Death Stranding, and it is an interesting game. You haven't finished Death Stranding? I haven't finished it, no. Maybe someday I'll get around to it. Um, but moving on, um, uh, I just yet again, I'm gonna give out another spoiler warning. We are gonna be talking about some Spider-Man No Way Home leaks. If you don't want to know anything about Spider-Man No Way Home, then um, skip ahead. We're not going to be talking any plot stuff. We don't know it, and uh, we wouldn't report about it even if we did. We don't. We don't want to do that. We're mostly talking about suits, and we got a few like Lego sets and whatnot. But uh, outside of that, we aren't going to be talking um, anything. But if you don't want to know that stuff, then skip ahead. Um. All right. Uh, so recently we got a look at some possible suits for Spider-Man No Way Home. These are not confirmed, so for all we know these could, you know, end up being fake. But, uh, it's like, uh, I don't even know how to, like, describe it. Like, uh, one of the, so we actually kind of got two suits. One of them was a kind of like an all-black looking suit but all the webbing and whatnot is gold it looks pretty neat uh if you've played um spider-man miles morales there's a unlockable suit for doing like all the side quests or whatnot um it looks kind of similar to that but we got a sorry you oh, you mean the that black and gold suit? That's the the one you complete mm -hmm. on the yeah. That yeah. suit's kind of cool. Um, and then we got a second uh, suit. Let me try to find the picture. Um, I think it's like a cross between the Infinity War one and. Yeah, so it's like it. It's it's the it's the Far From Home red and black suit. But it has the Iron Spider Spider logo on there, and it's like kind of like a gold, and it goes kind of around the body. Nice. Um, it it looks nice. Um, I think the Iron Spider like, suit is by far my favorite Spider-Man suit. I I like I like the look of it. Mm -hmm. I I I agree. I like. I, I do like the black and red Far From Home suit, though. That one looks really yep. nice. I think I'm going to like the, the you guys one You think better. this new one is nanotech? I would hope so. Is it nanotech? Um, I mean, you know, you would only assume that it would be. I, I, I don't think so. I think that... Um, well, if it's like... If it's like the Iron Spider suit, then. Well, I said I only say it's like the Iron Spider suit because it has the same design. I don't. I don't know if it's oh. actually like the Iron Spider suit. It just. Well, has the yeah, same but it could be you know metal like logo type. It could be like you know some I mean, yeah, it, metallic it, properties instead of just fabric. It could be, but like it, it kind of doesn't look like it. It, it does look like fabric. 
but also like we we don't really know we've only gotten pictures we haven't seen it in action or on set or anything so we don't know uh regardless i think it looks really neat uh, but i i don't think they're gonna do any more like nanotech stuff with spider-man other than the iron spider suit because i think I, there there was like a complaint with homecoming that the Spider-Man suit felt too like Iron Man-y. Like it, it you know, it had a built-in AI and it could you know, there were different web combinations, whatnot, and what people really like about Spider Man is that he kinda does things on his own. So you know, and that was kind of a like a, a thing he, he learned in Far From Home is that, you know, he doesn't need to be Iron Man. He can just be Spider Man and do his own thing and that's that's what he did. So I think they're going to continue with that. And um, it'll just be his own suit. Uh, but uh, we also got some Lego sets. It appears as though like we're going to be getting like uh, the Vulture. Looks like he may, he may be back. Um, let me try to, let me try to find him. Shouldn't take too long. Uh, of course, one thing to note about Lego sets is that, um, they don't, they don't necessarily mean anything. Like, like the, the this Lego set that features a vulture, it, it has like a giant, like, helicopter, like a Spider-Man helicopter and stuff like that. So... So like we, we we don't know. Um, but I could I could totally see Vulture returning. I think that could make that could make sense for the story. Um, uh, regardless, Lego sets should be taken with a grain of salt. Uh, you know, we got we got a bunch of Lego sets and toys and whatnot for like Infinity War and Endgame that didn't end up being anything. Like there was a toy of uh, Hulk breaking out of the Hulkbuster armor and stuff like that, and that never happened in the movie. So wish it did. Uh, you know, take it all. Yeah, take it all with a grain of salt. Um, but yeah. Anyone else? You guys got any more news to add? Nope. Okay. So, now we're going to be getting into our Black Widow review. Uh, as you, if you've listened to any of our other movie or TV show reviews, as you know, we do spoiler, we do non-spoilers, and then we do spoilers. Um, so, we will very clearly define when those are. So that, you know, if you're listening to this before seeing the movie, you aren't going to get anything spoiled for you, obviously. So, um, let's get started. Um, Casey, what was the plot? Uh, the plot was Natasha with her undercover family going on missions, doing stuff. That's all I can say without spoiling it, or all I know. 
to say without spoiling yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, like we we get from the trailers, uh, you know, they they're trying to take down a uh, you know a, a ring of undercover uh, trained killers and whatnot from the Black Widow program that Black Widow is from. Uh, so that that's the plot. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to stop the other Black Widows. Um, characters. Uh, do we want to start? Which character should we start with? Um, Black Widow, of course. Oh yeah, naturally, naturally. Um. So, uh. This isn't a spoiler for those of you who don't know. Um, this movie takes place in between Civil War and Infinity War. Um, so this is a Black Widow fresh off of fighting the Avengers. Um, this movie, I think, I think it's really entertaining that. This came out so close to Fast and Furious 9, given that this movie has a really, like, big focus on family. (laughs) I think that's... I think that is hilariously convenient and (laughs) almost kind of makes it worth the year and a half long wait for the movie. But, yeah, so, like, I don't really know what else there is to say about Black Widow. She's been a solid character throughout the entire MCU. That's no different here. Um, Yeah, I just... I think the other three supporting characters are probably a lot better to talk about. Do we want to talk about um, Red Guardian? Uh, Yeah. Nice. Um, so played by uh, David Harbour, uh, you know, Red Guardian. He is uh, Russia's uh, counterpart to Captain America. He's he's got toys. He's got he's got his own little theme song and stuff like that. Um, I, it was it was such a really it was a neat character. And he was. Uh, see, I don't. There isn't much to say. There, there's kind of a lot of spoiler yeah. stuff with him. I don't want to get into. Yeah. You can't really talk about it without spoiling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, here's something uh, we can talk about um, without spoiling anything. Um, the soundtrack. Uh, this is a pretty banging soundtrack. Wouldn't you agree, Casey? Oh yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, th- this track. It- it's very, it's very interesting. Uh, uh, the composer for this movie is um. Lorne Balf. Yep, 
you'd know him, uh, y- y- uh, viewers, you guys may know him. He did the soundtrack for Mission Impossible Fallout and Assassin's Creed 3. Interesting. And he's done he's done a, quite a few different things. Uh, he did... Oh, what what else did he do? I think he did thirteen hours. He did twelve strong. He did. He's done. He's done quite a few things, and he did Black Widow, and he did a great job. There's a lot of. Uh, how do like. You know, like when when you think like um. I don't know how to like when you think Russian music, you think like really like kind of loud, deep choirs and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, bass heavy music. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's very present here. Uh, it's very, it's very interesting. If uh, viewers, if, if I were to recommend listening to one track, and only one track. Out of the entire smells like teams, you know, movie soundtrack. No, no, we're not talking. No, that's no. Please. I'm talking. I'm talking about original soundtrack. Um, listen to the original soundtrack. Uh, track called uh, Yelena Belova. Uh, it it it's easily the best one out of the entire soundtrack. Oh. Um. And it is pretty fire. Agreed. Uh, other notable mentions, uh, I think uh, Fireflies is pretty good on the track, and uh, From the Shadows. Red Rising is also pretty good. Yep, I, I was about to say that one. We'll, we got our main one, and we got three honorable mentions. There we go. That's the nice, rounded it out pretty nicely there. Um, but yeah, I think, do you guys want to give your ratings? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cervantes, you want to go first? Well, I know we're doing like the greatest of all time or the worst of all time. I can't really give it. I kind of, I kind of, I thought it was a seven out of ten movie. To be honest, we're not doing ratings. We're not doing stuff like that. Best or worst, go. Uh, I guess it would be the best then. There, see, now is that hard, <laughs> Casey? Uh, the first time we saw it, I was leaning more towards worst of all time. But after seeing it again today, I gotta go with best of all time. Interesting. Interesting. Um, first time I saw it, I would say best of all time. Second time seeing it, get ready for this, still best of all time. I actually enjoyed it more, th- I enjoyed it a lot more the second time through. Yeah, same. hmm Um, but, yeah. Uh, I think that does it for non-spoiler stuff, so, okay, right here. Right now, we're going into spoiler territory. If you have not seen the movie and you want to, um, stop listening right now. Go watch it and come on back. 
or you know i guess you could still listen to it and get it spoiled but that kind of ruins the fun and there's there's a lot of stuff to spoil so that's been your spoiler warning let's get right into it so we we find out that um natasha has been in like america she was in america as a child i don't know like why like i didn't i didn't find that interesting the first time through but on the second time through i was like hey hey wait we we know that she was born and raised in russia so it's kind of neat that she was in america and uh but then uh she and uh her her family her fake family her undercover family they um they need to leave uh because they got some some super secret secret stuff and they were like oh we gotta leave because shield shows up and tries to kill them or at least get back the information they stole uh anyway uh they just uh they escape they get out of the country then all of them are split up uh red guardian is sent to jail uh Molina is just kind of taken away because she gets shot and uh you know then she shows up later in the movie we'll talk about that and then um Nat and Yelena uh it's kind of it's kind of weird it's never like kind of explain okay so like they get sedated and are put on a helicopter and then it, they do like a title sequence like a credit sequence and we see from somehow between them getting sedated and put on a helicopter they end up in a shipping container how do you guys think that happened i thought they were just getting transported to the red room right i see i i guess but i don't yeah i guess yeah okay yeah so so anyway so they're 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 transported to the red room and they're they're split up presumably they did not see each other at all from that point on and by presumably i mean that is actually genuinely 100 percent confirmed uh they they didn't see each other for like 20 years so um anyway yada 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 fast forward nat you know finds a way to get out of the black widow program and you know she becomes an avenger you know does all the superhero stuff uh but yelena does not get out because she gets like how do they explain it in the movie she gets brainwashed but it's like it's chemically induced yeah it's down to a chemical level whereas like the older ones are psychological yeah yeah mm mm-hmm 
Um, so while Black Widow was able to like resist her conditioning and break free, uh, Elena like literally cannot. Like it's impossible for her to, except that she does because she is sent on a mission to recover a gas that can reverse the chemical effects and she gets sprayed and she gets freed um anyway shenanigans happen and uh nat and yelena meet up for the first time in like 20 years they they, they punch it out for a bit then they're friends um a series of chases and action scenes happen. They break out Alexi. Uh, uh, they they go and meet up with Molina, and then they go and stop the bad guy. Well, that was like um, <laughs> you rushed right to the end. Yeah, as well, soon as you got well, I'm you missed out a lot. Okay, that's fine. fine. We'll, we'll no, okay, no, no, so right. so they're they're so in between that there's. So, okay, before Yelena and Nat meet up, there's, we get our first, and I think the best Taskmaster scene, the one on the bridge. Yes. Oh, I think yeah. that's the, I think that's the best one. I agree. Yeah, so there, there, so there are three Taskmaster, no, f uh. Three? I thought. Depend, depending on how you, depending on how you count, three or four different fights with oh. taskmaster um because there's so there's the one on the bridge and then there's the chase through through uh the budapest and then there's the red guardian and taskmaster fight and then there's also like black widow and taskmaster fight again at the end but you could also, I guess, kind of count that as the same fight. Um, so three or four, depending on how you count. Uh, the first one is definitely the best. Uh, you guys want to go just quickly go through the characters we see Taskmaster uh, mimic? On the bridge or throughout, throughout the, the movie? Throughout the the movie, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so I guess we'll just we'll 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 just uh, we'll, we'll popcorn this. I'll say one, you guys say another, and we'll just do it that way. So uh, I'll start off with the obvious one. Uh, so we see Taskmaster mimic Black Widow. Hawkeye. Uh, we see him do the old Spider Man swing. Yep, yep. Okay, front what were you saying? Uh, I, I just said Hawkeye. Yep, yep. I I didn't know we were like I thought we were just saying names. We're saying the names of the people Taskmaster mimics throughout the movie. So yeah. So yeah, Hawkeye is one of them. Uh Captain America repeatedly. Black Panther. Yep, yep. Uh Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. Uh, Winter Soldier. Getting a little, little knife flip action in there. 
I know there's more, but I'm like spacing. Um, uh, she, uh, Taskmaster has uh like an arm blade, and we see we saw one of the Iron Man suits in Iron Man Three use that, and then oh, we we were talking about this after we saw the movie. Who else uses an arm blade? Rumlo. Cross yeah bones. that's yep yeah, that's right that's yeah yeah that's right i think that's probably more where it comes from that was a little bit more prominent and it was from civil war so that just so actually yeah that's probably where that's from so see some villain mimicry that's nice um some people have also said that taskmaster um as they're they're falling at the end mimics uh falcon but i literally just saw the movie a second time and i didn't see anything that particularly stood out as like oh hey that's what falcon does like you you know how like he'll like do like a like a a, a corkscrew like a barrel roll or something he'll do that a few times when flying about so yeah, like yeah. other debris or stuff. Yeah, like I expected it to be something like that, but I didn't see anything like that, so I don't think. I I don't think that that um is very accurate. I think I think that's everyone. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think because I know there's more. Yeah, like on on the bridge, Taskmaster does like kind of like an open palmed like punch push thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, and I I know someone's done that. I just can't remember who. Wouldn't that be making yeah. the ancient I... one? With her like No. Little... Yeah, no. No, this one no, this one was kinda different. Um but like on the right track. Um Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's probably best not to dwell on it. If we come up with it as we're going along, then we will say it. And if not, then uh, then uh, one of our loyal viewers may have the answer. Or, you know, you can just look it up online. I'm sure someone has, you know, because this is available on Disney+, Plus. you know, you can just buy it and, you know, scrub frame by frame. So I'm sure there's been... Someone who's like, oh, I watched Black Widow at 25% speed, and this is what I found. <laughs> even though that's literally, like, such a freaking insane thing to do. Like, have you guys seen, like, those videos recommended to you? <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. See, like, I've, I've never, like, had the need to watch one. Like, ever, like, felt the need to watch one. Because it's like, there, there's nothing to gain like congratulations you watched a two-hour movie in six hours 
congrats, dude. And you, you, you got to read, what, one line of text? Ooh. You got to find, you know, the Easter egg that, you know, everyone's been pointing out for years. Oh, I watched I watched Iron Man 2 on 25% speed. Do you guys know they point out Wakanda in that? Ooh. Thought everyone knew that. <laughs> yeah, everyone did know that because it's freaking on screen. Uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, so I'm sure if you really wanted to know every single thing that Taskmaster does, I'm sure someone has made a video or is currently in the middle of making a video where they go frame by frame and match it up with the other heroes and villains of the MCU. Which I realize the tone that I just said that in made it sound like it's kind of a dumb thing, but I actually do kind of want to see that video. That'd be an interesting video to watch. Uh, but moving on. Um, so after uh, Nat and Yelena meet up, uh, they they get chased by some widows, and uh, Nat sees firsthand how they're controlled, or the extent at which they're controlled, I should say, because um, one of them is forced against their will to blast themselves in the face with a red taser thing and kill themselves. So big rip. Uh, but then they're so they're they're all like, we we gotta stop this now. And Yelena's is like, yeah, I agree. And so they decide to go break um, Red Guardian out of prison because they they think that he knows where all the widows are coming from. They come from a place called the Red Room. Um, so they, they think he knows where the Red Room is. They successfully break him out of prison in a pretty fun scene. I thought the that action scene was actually pretty cool. Like, that that scene is the scene from the trailers where you see uh, uh, Black Widow in the white suit swinging down and landing on that uh, that catwalk. That part was really cool. Um, so anyway they, they, there's an action scene and they get Red Guardian and then Red Guardian's like no I have no clue where the Red Room is so they're like oh okay well then who does and he's like oh well Molina probably does and they're like oh yeah so they go there and she's like yeah, I know where it is, uh, but I told him you guys are here, so a uh, bit awkward. Uh, but you, you think, and I did say spoilers, and I, you would think that she's she's a traitor, uh, but she's not. That was all a part of the plan, all part of the plan. Um, uh, Molina and. Black Widow do some face swapping shenanigans with like that uh, uh, disguise tech that we saw in Winter Soldier and then they they go to the Red Room and meet face to face with the big bad uh, whose name is Drakov 
Uh, and Dracov is like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, I know you're you're Black Widow and not Melina. You can take that mask off. And she's like, what? And so, well, it's Black Widow under the mask. Woo! It is actually. Uh, I I wouldn't say it's like a cool reveal, but it's like a neat reveal, and then you get a flashback to like their plan. You get a few different flashbacks to their plan and whatnot. That's pretty neat. Um, we get the reveal of Taskmaster. Um, without revealing who it is just yet, um, what'd you guys think of it? Hmm. Eh, mixed feelings. Yeah, yeah e- even on a second viewing, I was like, meh. And Not exactly the person you would imagine. Yeah, so... um, So we finally learn uh, Taskmaster's identity, and... Um, well, earlier in the movie... Well, the reason why um, I think it threw us off because... Uh, we all thought it was a dude, and it, and it yeah, wasn't. So we'll, we'll, yeah, so we'll we'll get to that. So, um, if if you remember from the Avengers in that interrogation scene, uh, where where Black Widow is like interrogating Loki, but Loki doesn't even realize he's being interrogated, and he gives away all the information. In that scene, he's like, "Yeah, you have a lot of red in your ledger." You know, Drakov's daughter. And it's just kind of one of those throwaway lines for that movie. But that actually has plot relevance in this. And it's brought up a few times. And as it turns out, and this is pretty dark considering the MCU. What Nat did to join S.H.I.E.L.D. to prove that she, you know, could join S.H.I.E.L.D. was she was going to kill Drakov. And the way she did this was planting I it's not explicitly stated, but I feel like this is the implication that they planted a bomb in Drakov's daughter's backpack. Do you guys get that implication? Mm, no. I thought it was the, the I thought really. it was the room. I thought the implication was to kill the daughter to get to Drakov. No, the implication was. I thought. I, I no, I thought because they kept showing like the backpack, like that was like center frame multiple times, and it the, could be. Though. She opens the backpack and then it explodes. Then well, it I looks, thought they like planted it at Draco's desk, and then the daughter just happened know, to walk in at that time. Well, there was no way that because, she was carrying it on her back because then she would really be dead. Because how would yeah it, that doesn't make sense? No, we're not okay. That see see that doesn't that no see that doesn't matter because it's a comic book movie. We're talking about a comic book movie where the villain is in a freaking floating fortress. Yeah, but so she has. I, I don't. I don't care if more, the little girl couldn't figure. She has out. more face damage. But, but okay, never mind. But like, cause cause what I'm cause no, she says she says that Drakov's daughter was the key to getting to Drakov. Cause they, cause he was going all over the place, and they couldn't track him, but they could track his daughter, and and his daughter, you know, 
met up with him. That would make sense. And I feel like the implication is that they put a bomb in her backpack and then blew it up. I guess. Wouldn't she have been in pieces then? Because she was like right next to the bomb. I guess. Comic book movie where the villain has a giant floating fortress. Okay. Still. Yeah, still. I don't remember like, where she... That's like uh, saying someone falls from 500 billion feet and just walks off with a scratch. The ancient one. Except she didn't walk off with a scratch, but she was still alive. She literally falls from like the top of a skyscraper and lives. Yeah, but she has, you know... Okay. Okay. Freaking Doctor. Okay. Not exactly the same, but like Doctor Strange was easily going like 50 or 60 down that highway and then freaking crashes, tumbles over like a million times and like hits a bunch of rocks and stuff. And what only his hands get hurt? Yeah, he was lucky to be alive. Come on. Okay. Simple explanation. The TVA came in correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the TVA. <laughs> I, okay, but like, I don't remember. Was she like, carrying like, the backpack, like, or she just set it down and then it just like uh, she, she okay, clearly she had it the blew up right on. in front of her face. She yeah, she had the backpack on. Took it off. She entered the room with Drakov, or presumably she put the backpack. Down. Okay, that's that's what I'm we trying to get her to. Open it. That's what I'm getting at. We 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 just let me finish. We see her open it, then it cuts to Black Widow, and we just see the explosion. In like the reflection of the glass in the car she's in, so we don't know the position of Dracov's daughter in the room. Oh, clearly, she wait. could have moved. When I think it's Dracov's daughter is walking into the building, we hear Clint on the radio ask if it's mm-hmm. all clear. Mm-hmm. Asking, I think it's like he's asking if it's all clear to detonate the bomb. Yeah. Yeah, but she the was outside of the building. Backpack. I think Clint said, no, no, no. Clint said yeah, all... because she no, was no, walking no. into the building when Clint asked, no, 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 asked no. if everything Clint, was all clear. No, Clint, no, no, not no. right. I, no, not I, right. I literally just got back from the movie. Like, yeah, so did I. That's like not true. Like a couple hours no, 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 ago. No, 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 no. When Clint no, said all clear... No, she's like just we walking saw, into the building. Stop, stop. No, when no, Clint no, said no, all clear, he meant that if the mission was done. We're not talking about what he meant. We're talking about the position of Jacob's daughter. Who cares? To when it's in the front. He, he, <laughs> Who cares? That's not the bomb blew up in her face. Who cares? I'm saying, you know, you said okay. All that's clear. not what we're talking about. That's not what. That's not Who what we're cares? talking about. That's uh, we care apparently. Clint says, you know, he he says that, but he says that after it's shown that Dracov's daughter is in his office. I'm pretty oh, yeah, sure the bomb does. was in her backpack. I'm pretty sure that was the implication. I don't know. You'll have to watch it in slow motion and see where it blows <laughs> 25%. Up. Gosh, where are those 25% YouTubers now? <laughs> yeah, made fun of them earlier. We need them. Yeah, I'll freaking talk about the consequences of my actions. Okay. Um, Whatever the point is, it blew up in the daughter's face. Yeah, and then blew later up in on, her face. 
And she's it turns taskmaster. out exactly where I was bum, 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 she's Taskmaster. Um, With a pretty messed up looking face. Well, yeah. Honestly, the <laughs> second time, or like first time around, I was like, oh, that's a pretty messed up face. Second time around, I'm like, that's a pretty messed up face. I mean, it's, it's messed up, but considering the fact that, you know, you were literally in front of a bomb, could look worse. Could have been dead. But she didn't. You know, yeah, yeah, no, you're you're not dead, you're just, you know, disfigured and have a computer for a brain. I guess that is what damage too. It isn't just, you know, her face. Her her brain yeah. is kinda, you know. Also, I I I get I kinda the second time around I kinda got the feeling that it's sort of a Darth Vader situation where the helmet helps her breathe. Like, it's not like a full Darth Vader situation where if he takes the helmet off for too long, he's going to die. But it's more of like a... It it just helps. Well, yeah, because it has the... The, um... What is it? Um... The lens that, like, provide... That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about her being able to breathe. I, I think she can breathe just fine without it, but okay. Anyway, um, aside from the reveal, I actually like Taskmaster. She definitely felt menacing, very Terminator-like, and I hope she returns still as a villain. Like, could you imagine... In, like, a future, like, Spider-Man movie, he has to face up against Kingpin. But at this point in the story, Taskmaster has decided that despite the fact that they're still, that they're not brainwashed anymore, that, you know, she still wants to do, like, mercenary work and doesn't usually need to be a good guy. Kingpin hires her. Could you, yeah, could you imagine if Kingpin hired Taskmaster? Like, that would be really freaking cool. That would be cool, but... To see Spider-Man go up against Taskmaster. Um, mm. I I think she'll be back. Because she isn't dead. Well, that's that's like... We're going to wait a while for that. Because uh, we already have... You know, other villains in the work for Spider-Man. But... There's always villains in the work for Sp- Spider-Man. has like the second largest rogues gallery of any superhero. Second only to Batman. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I still you know, I know we were talking about this after we saw the movie for the first time, but I I it still would have been cooler if at the end of the movie when she gets sprayed with the red mist and is no longer mind controlled that she um still continues to fight Black Widow. That would have been pretty cool. But that's not the direction they went in. So we'll see what happens with the character. Anyway, continuing on with the plot, where were we? Um, Left off at the Taskmaster review. Oh, yes, of course. That makes sense. Um, So Taskmaster is revealed and... Drakov sends her away to go deal with Red Guardian and Melina, 
Um, it's at this point, which I wouldn't say this is my favorite part of the movie, but like watching it the first time towards the end of the scene, realizing what was happening, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, she she does to Drakov what she did to Loki. She interrogates him without um basically he gives her all the information she needs and this is this is the third time we've seen her do this because she did with Drakov, she did with loki and then in the avengers uh when we first see her you know she's at that train yard or whatever with that one general that she's doing that there too yeah so, I think it's just, you know, her own personal skill that sets her aside from other Black Widows. Well, yeah. Yeah. You can also maybe argue that she did in Age of Ultron, too. I guess she's just, like when she's she's just smart. When she's... She just knows what to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's... I mean, that's a part of, like, what she was trained to do. Well, so. and you also, you know, shield training, you know. Or, you know. Uh-huh. So... Yeah, I, I, it's, it was really cool. Yeah. I thought it was, like, really cool towards, like, when I figured out what was going I, maybe, on. Maybe, like, oh, maybe nice. just Dracov didn't expect her to, you know, break her nose right there. That really confused him. That confused oh, yeah. him. Yeah. He, he was not expecting that. Well, yeah, okay, so, so, just to explain, uh, so, it, it turns out that despite Nat, never being chemically brainwashed it turns out that Drakov was always using like pheromones yeah pheromones to make sure that none of the black widows could physically harm him if they could smell him so what she does is she coaxes him into punching her repeatedly trying to break her nose and then he lays out his entire plan and then once she has all the information, she's like, yeah, I kind of wish you could have broken my nose, but I'm going to do this myself. And just freaking this is. Yeah. Even the second time through, I was like, damn, she just freaking smashes her face into his desk. I was like, sheesh, she did. She freaking broke her <laughs> nose. And. Yeah, and then she starts beating the crap out of him. Uh, and the, she doesn't kill him, mostly because when she's about to, all the other Black Widows show up and start beating her up in a really cool action scene. Um, if you guys couldn't tell by the way we're talking about this, the action scene in this movie, in this movie are freaking top-notch. Like, all of them. Oh, yeah. The choreography was mm-hmm. very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, she doesn't get to kill Dracov, uh, but she steals the his, his ring, which is what's used to unlock the, um, like, all the basically his 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 homework folder <laughs> with all his secret evil plans um 
Well, it basically, oh, it I... basically uh, shuts off the brainwashing. Uh, no, for that, all the no, other black widows in the world. No, no, you no, end up no, throws she, a bomb in, yeah. explodes, mm-hmm. and yeah. Uh, what Black Widow does a lot of information is she copies it to a disc and gives it later on to um, Thaddeus Ross. But uh, one thing, okay, so I know, so I thought this was like a weird line in the like first time seeing it, but in the second I thought it was kind of a funny line. So Dracov is unveiling his whole like big plan and everything, and like how he how he does everything. And he's like. He's like, yeah, I I recycle the 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 world's most, um. Oh, what's the line? Girls. He. he, he I was okay. Jesus, like, spoilers! Damn it, man! I was getting to it. God. <laughs> most valuable resource, I think he says. Girls. Yeah, the like the. Anyway, so he says that. I thought it was really freaking funny. I I thought. Like, I didn't think it was funny the first time through. I was really, like, into the movie. And the second time through, I was still into the movie. But I was, like, kind of, like... Well, I thought... I didn't I think know, it was... Paying attention a little bit more. I didn't think more. it was that funny. The Well, my first and only time seeing it. It was just more psychotic. Yeah, that that's... It felt very... Narcissistic. You know, really whatever. No. Um... If you're familiar with the term incel, that's kind of what it was like. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's he's one of those guys. Okay, yeah. stay away from him. That guy's weird. But anyway, later on, he gets his comeuppance because he hops on a plane. Helicopter. And Yelena, it's not a helicopter. It's definitely, it, at the very least, it's like a VTOL. Anyway, so he's taking off, and Yelena hops on the engine and just jams a baton into it, and it blows up and kills him. Uh, for good this time, because we see it happen. Um, and so they land... Taskmaster lands there too. There's a bit that goes on in the middle, but I'm not gonna like go into detail or whatever. It just free fall stuff happens. It's shot pretty cool. There's a there's one specific scene or like shot. It's of Elena falling, and the the camera starts from below, like looking up, and then like pans around. I don't know how to explain it. It they did it in Mission Impossible Fallout as well. Uh, it just—it's like a really cool way of shooting free fall that I really like. Anyway, so they land. Uh, Taskmaster and Black Widow fight just a little bit. Uh, Black Widow gets Taskmaster's mask off, and Black Widow spray. Uh, she there. There's the one last vial of the red stuff on the ground, or like one nearby, and. They're both going towards it, and Black Widow smashes it, and frees Taskmaster. Um, and then she is taken away at the end of the movie. Uh, and then, 
uh, Yelena, Red Guardian, and Melina uh, go off on a mission to free all the other Black Widows um, while Nat stays behind and talks to Thaddeus Ross. Um, oh yeah, I didn't like this part of the movie. I did not like that we got to... I did not like that they just kind of glossed over how she got out of the situation. Like, obviously, like, a deal was struck, but I would have liked to have seen it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so then, boom, smash cut. It's two weeks later. Uh, Nat is on a motorcycle with short blonde hair from Infinity War. Um, and she gets the Quinjet. And we get the Avengers theme. And she flies off to go get Captain America to go break everyone out of the raft. The end credits. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about the end credits scene in just a minute. First, uh, go over a few kind of Easter eggs, I guess. Um, did you guys realize that the location cards are the same from Civil War? Yeah, yeah. I I didn't notice it at the like first time seeing it. I didn't notice it with like the first two title cards for like Ohio and then Cuba but then once we got the title card for Morocco I was like oh it's a Civil War font it's like oh that's neat ties it in that's nice um uh obviously uh we see uh, Black Widow in a comic accurate outfit with like the gold, I guess, bracelets you would call call them, and like the gold belt and whatnot. Yeah, widow's that? bite. Mm-hmm. Um, this could be an Easter egg for many things, but throughout the movie, Red Guardian talks about fighting Captain America. And we have a few here, we here at the podcast have a few different theories. One of them being that he actually fought Isaiah Bradley. But after watching the movie a second time, the the timeline doesn't really work on that one. So probably not that. What might have happened was there was probably some time travel shenanigans or something. Or he was making it all up. But I kind of don't think he was making it up. Um, I think he really did fight Captain America at some point. Let's see. You guys notice any other Easter eggs? Uh, yeah, I want to bring up something that you skipped over. Um, when Natasha meets up with Yelena in Budapest, there's that one scene where Yelena is like, what kind of bullet does that? And she says, not bullets, arrows. Arrows. That was one of my favorite scenes because, like, throughout the MCU, Natasha and Clint bring up Budapest 
many times because mm-hmm. Clint showed up to kill Natasha. That's how they met. But we never really knew anything about that. So, Which, after watching it a second time, it... Without giving away the end credit scene too early before we talk about it, it makes the end credit scene make make a little bit more sense. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um. Overall, I really enjoyed this movie. It felt very. It felt a lot like a Bourne movie, like the Jason Bourne movies. Yeah. It felt like those. Oh, Easter egg. Um, when near the start of the movie, when she's in her trailer, she is watching a James Bond movie. That specific one is Moonraker, where the main villain of that movie has a secret space station up in space. And... Similar in this movie, Drakov has a floating fortress that, um, you know, is hidden. People don't know where it is. Additionally, in Moonraker, there's the character Jaws, who is like a really, like, you know, imposing person. He's always kind of there trying to stop James Bond, you know, is sort of like the undefeatable enemy type person similar to Taskmaster. Um, so those are some Easter eggs. But yeah, I I really liked this this movie felt very comic booky. And I really like that. Just when when we first see the red room you know, the floating fortress. Very first time seeing that, I was like, nice. This is a comic book movie. Nice. Um, but yeah. You guys have anything else to add? Nope. Uh, nope. Alright. Uh, okay. So this week, uh, we do have one question for our Q&A and this oh, is really? not our normal hold on hold on this is not our normal Q&A oh wait were you gonna add something or are you oh no I was gonna ask a question but I see where you're going with this yeah so we got we got one question for our Q&A and normally we don't do the Q&A here but uh we're gonna do it now because this question comes from Jonah and he asks what do you think the end credit scene in Black Widow is leading to? Well, Jonah, we'll tell you. So, you know, credits roll. We get to the end of the movie. And Yelena has a dog. She mentioned this earlier in the movie that she wanted a dog. And she gets out of her car, and we see a bunch of tombstones. And she goes and rearranges some stuff, and it turns out it is uh, Nat's tombstone. So this is so this end credit scene is takes place after Endgame, and so she's very sad uh, at the start of the movie and at the end of the movie. Uh, well, actually, throughout the movie, so they have like this little whistle call. So one of them whistles one, you know, whistles one note, and the other 
whistles the inverse. And so she she whistles it. There's none back. It's very sad. And then she stands up, looks at it, and then we hear a very aggressive nose blow. And who is it? Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Um, who, uh, you know, you, you guys know her from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. However, this was, this was supposed to be her first, um, appearance. Anyway, so, it's implied that Yelena has been working for Valentina for quite some time, uh, or at least an amount of time, and she quote, is handing Yelena her next target in person, saying that this person is responsible for Nat's death. And then we see the person that she is sent after is Clint Barton. And, uh, man, do you, do you guys remember the, the gasps opening night? Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was freaking great. That was great. So anyway, Elena is now going to be showing up in Hawkeye. If you've been keeping up with the news, you already knew that. But um, now it's like we, we kind of understand that she's going to be a secondary antagonist. Or maybe even the primary antagonist. We don't really know yet. But she, sh- she will be in there. Um, and we know she's a part of the Thunderbolts now. Assuming that they are putting together the Thunderbolts, I think that's where that's leading. Anyway, back to the question. Um, you know, you know what, you know, uh, you know, what is it leading to? Obviously, it's leading to Hawkeye. I think the like underlying question here is: Do you guys think she'll kill him? No. No. I have a whole theory about what might go down. See, I I I don't think she'll kill him, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate here for a second and say that this is Jeremy Renner's I believe the last time he'll be playing the character. So he could die. They could kill him in Hawkeye. Um, it yeah. would not surprise me. They could, but I don't think they're going to. Yeah. Um, what was your what was your theory, Casey? Uh, what I think will happen is Elena will show up, try to find Hawkeye, and just start attacking him without saying anything, just no explanation, just start trying to kill him. They'll fight for a few episodes, then one fight scene. They'll, like, stop mid-fight, do that whole thing where they start talking to each other. And she'll start explaining how she's trying to avenge Natasha. Clint will be like, yo, wait, hold up, that's not what happened. He'll explain what really happened, they'll be cool, and then happily ever after. I don't really see her going off on a rampage. Or maybe she'll just take a little bit longer to listen to reason uh but of course there might just you know be a fight in them Clinton says yeah that didn't happen so 
Yeah. Uh, I think Clint will try to tell her what happens, but I don't think she'll necessarily believe it. Right. Right off the bat, because he's the only one that knows what happened there. Like, obviously, he told all the Avengers and whatnot, but he's the only one that was, like, there, that saw, that was a part of all of it. Um, and, like, I mean, you could say that, like, oh, like, you know, Star-Lord and Nebula know, but they really don't, because neither of them were there when Thanos chucked Gamora off the cliff. Only Thanos knows. So, really, to the outside world, or at least to Yelena, Clint and Nat went off, and only Clint came back. And, so, obviously, Valentina is manipulating, um... Uh, Elena and I my theory about why she's doing this is because uh, in case I talked to you about this the other day is that during that five year gap in an endgame when Clint was being Ronin Valentina approached him to be a part of the Thunderbolts and he was like no and so she she took that personally and now wants him out of the picture because like notice how they did use a picture of him as ronin and not as hawkeye Mm. so or who knows, maybe maybe she just, you know, has a grudge against the strongest Avenger. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, it's leading to the Hawkeye TV series. I think it's also leading to Yelena becoming Black Widow and being a part of the Avengers. Um, we're getting a lot of... Uh, second generation stuff right now or new avengers if you will because you know we got sam wilson as captain america uh elena will be black widow um i i don't doctor strange is kind of iron man in a way but also Ironheart will also be Iron Man and then we got Kate Bishop and you know then there's also Scarlet Witch and then along with them is Wiccan and Speed? Speed. Speed. Um, and then of course there's Miss Marvel and Photon are they going with Photon, or is it the other one? Because her character has two superhero names. There's Photon, and then there's... I think they'll go with Photon, because no one can remember the other one. 
or maybe I'm the outlier and everyone else remembers the other one and no one can remember Photon. You know, we're the outliers. We remember Photon, but not the other one. Um, and then, you know, we got the Eternals, whatever they are, and then we got <laughs> Shang-Chi, Spider-Man, you know, got a whole new roster. Um, so, yeah, I just, it didn't dawn on me the first time I saw it, but the second time, it just kind of, I just kind of realized that the TV shows and movies are connected. Like, obviously we knew that. That was the goal from the very, very start. There was no being cagey about it. No, they were directly all connected. We knew that from the start, but it's like, we... And this is obviously like a pro, like mostly because, you know, the TV shows were able to release, but the movies weren't. So we we saw all the TV shows reference referencing the movies, but we never. But up until now, we didn't see the movies reference referencing the show. So now, now that we are getting to that point, it's interesting to see that Marvel's like you're either on board for this. Or you aren't. You're either watching the TV shows or you aren't. It We don't really care. We're not going to stop each new movie to, you know, recap WandaVision. We're not going to, we're not going to hop into, uh, Black Widow 2 starring Yelena and be like, all right, so, you know, before we get started, here's a previously on Hawkeye. No, we're... <laughs> It, it's expected that you're watching these shows. You're either in the loop or you're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, I guess at the bare minimum, you could, like, read synopsis. Or if for whatever reason you have Disney+, Plus but you aren't watching the shows, you could just watch the Marvel Legends or Legends series, which is, like, five to 15 minute recaps of characters and objects and events and whatnot and then that's that okay uh, but i have never watched a single one of those episodes because oh why is that oh yeah that's why i've never watched it uh because i don't need to because i've been watching these movies since 2008 yeah so that's our that's that's is that it that is the end credit scene and just like with the movie i think that is going to be the end of our review of black widow uh best movie ever all around you know as we said you know back before we did spoilers so yeah highly recommend this um i can definitely recommend seeing this in imax i saw that earlier today um uh, so when we saw it opening i didn't notice it but in imax i did i don't know if it's because this was exclusive to imax or whatever but like when she's running out of Dracob's office and she pulls out the two guns to destroy the window and she jumps out, I didn't notice that the f- that the um, her ponytail formatting oh, no. the Never mind. no the the formatting changed. 
and went from widescreen to full screen. I thought you. And I thought you were going to say the clean... end. The end of her ponytail, kind of singed. I caught. I caught no. that the first time. Uh, no, the 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 aspect ratio shifted from wide to full, mm. and it was so clean. I didn't even notice it, and. It looks so good in IMAX. I can definitely recommend. They make great use of the IMAX cameras. It's a loud movie though, in IMAX because, like, okay, so just in, in in the scene when they're breaking Red Guardian out of prison, you know how Black Widow's on the catwalk, and then Elaine is having trouble piloting the helicopter, and the the back rotor blade flies towards her. Yeah. Just, I don't know how to explain how I felt in IMAX. All I know is that I felt like there was an actual helicopter in the theater and I was about to get hit. I wasn't even seeing this in 3D. I don't know. I can basically, I can strongly recommend seeing this in IMAX. Um,. Can strongly recommend just seeing this in general. Yep. Four D two works just as well. You didn't explain what four D was. I asked you the other day what what the heck is four D. Uh, I had no idea until today. Basically, the seats, like if there's a car chase, the seats will move in sync with the car, and it's pretty much like a roller coaster. Um, yeah, if those tickets are really like expensive. if the characters get splashed with water, like valves in this bar in front of the seat sprays you with water. If there's snow, it falls from the ceiling. It was really cool. It's also really expensive. See that that's the kind of thing I'd I'd want to see like one movie for and then never do it again. Yeah. Pretty much. Like I like if I had to choose one movie for, for that to happen in Endgame. I I'd probably go with Inception. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Black Widow is really good. Jungle Cruise. That one would be pretty good to see in forty. <laughs> I'm still not sure if I want to see a Jungle Cruise. It's not the place to talk about Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I've, we've already given our thoughts on that. Iffy. In summary. Okay. Uh, so that was kind of our Q&A section. Because we only got the one question. Thanks Jonah for asking. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, Might as well give a shout out. Uh, Jonah here. Uh, has made our intro music. And design basically the whole look of the podcast we really appreciate him so go give him a follow uh on instagram uh at jonah park music um just go and support him makes great stuff we really appreciate him uh but yeah i think i think that's a wrap yes for today uh oh wait hold on i just forgot a few things um so if you've been keeping up, they've been doing the Mar- the Marvel's Assembled uh, series, which goes behind the scenes. The um, 
Black Widow episode should be up this Friday and on the what is this Friday on the 16th and then just today they announced the um Disney Gallery Mandalorian series which goes behind the scenes for first and second season of Mandalorian um the second season episode of that series did not talk about the finale they are rectifying that there is going to be an episode on just the finale premiering August 25th. Should we have mentioned that in the news? Yeah, maybe, but I just remembered it, so here it is now. Is that the one that's, like, centered around the Luke Skywalker cameo? Uh-huh, yep. Well, it's going to be about the whole um, finale, but, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's mostly just Luke Skywalker stuff. Uh, spoiler if you haven't seen that second season that is almost a year old at this point yeah but also um, if you haven't seen it it's kind of on you yep mm-hmm. we're well out of spoiler territory you get you get two weeks for movies one week for tv show or more generally until the next episode unless they're your friends then you can alter it however you want. So, this has been episode uh, 13 of Pop Culture Roundup. Thank you all for listening. See you guys next See time. Ya. Bye.